This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to News from the Krabby Coffee Shop with your host, Don McLean, from Jason and Alexis in the Morning on My Talk 1071, Garage Logic's newsman, Mr. FYI, John Height, and the crabbiest guy in the coffee shop, Kenny Olson. All right, the, uh, the four of us, Ross included, we all have our own special little talents. John, hold on, I can't, my headphones. Ross, am I loud enough? I turn myself way down so I don't overmodulate. We'll do a sound, little on on air a production meeting here. Sound good on my end, but I'll turn you up a bit more. Okay, so John, um, he, he can find the facts. I trust um, uh, and I rely heavily on John. I always have for uh, finding the truth in the matter. Um, Don, of course, paranormal um, stuff um, to the point where it's spooky and. My true talent, I've never actually revealed to anybody. It's a secret, and I don't like to share it, um, but I've had it all my life. And um, I, can, uh, I can see into the future. <laughs> I know what's going to happen. Uh, Ross, hit my music bed, please. I've got uh, something grim to tell all of you listening and uh, the three of you. It's like Nostradamus? or Yeah, but only true. My stuff comes oh. true. <laughs> And it's a dangerous talent, and I'm, I've been afraid to use it, but I think we need to use it. This Friday at 3 p.m., China and Russia will set off a global EMT, an electromagnetic pulse that will effectively kill all electronic devices the world over. I know this for a fact. It'll be a high-energy EMP that will disrupt unprotected infrastructure in the country. It'll collapse the functionality of our electrical network in the country. Not only will power grids go down, but all electronic devices will be rendered worthless. That's 3 p.m. this Friday. Is that central time? Yeah, central time. Still checking. An hour later at 4 p.m., 4 p.m. on Friday, a global nuclear holocaust will be unleashed, hitting major cities around the globe, including these major cities in the United States. John, you have at least six cities. Yeah, there are six the experts say would be hit. They are New York, Chicago, Houston, Los Angeles, San Francisco, and, of course, Washington, D.C., at 5 p.m., an hour after that, long-range conventional missiles will be launched against the United States nuclear power plants, releasing radiation clouds wafting on the prevailing winds of this Friday. Wow. Now, obviously, and this is grim, a lot of the population is going to die immediately. Many uh, millions more will be dead within three weeks. However, due to blind luck, all of you listening right now will survive 
the first month. It's you just you're lucky. I can see this. You're going to live. But how you survive longer depends on your reaction and your preparedness. I want you to well. I want to welcome you to the uh, Krabby Coffee Shop topic of the day. I'm really glad that I buried that school wow. bus over here in West Washington County. We're going to get to that. That's, that's long-term prep. Now, first thing we should worry about on Friday, where are these power plants and which way is the wind blowing? And I can tell you where they are. Um, there's a bunch of them in the United States. Most of them are east of a line that goes down Nebraska, between Nebraska and Iowa, all the way down and angles over to Dallas. A lot of them on the East Coast. We have two here in Minnesota, uh, one in Monticello, one uh, the Prairie Island one just down by Red Wing. And then there's a couple over in, uh, one in Rockford, Illinois, and one uh, east of Green Bay on Lake Michigan. And then um, the rest of the power plants, uh, Omaha, um, south of Omaha at... Rockport, and then down in Dallas, and a few on the West Coast. So we've got to figure out where we're going to go this Friday in order to escape that nuclear wind. And how are we going to get there? You can kill that music, Ross. No. Any ideas? Remember, there's no electricity. That effectively means no gas. So you have the gas in your tank and whatever gas you've stockpiled. So, how much gas should you stockpile? Wow. And are you going to run? Are you going to hunker down in the city where it's going to no be... No way. Are you kidding me? You're right. I mean, think about it. It's going to be... There's no laws. The Constitution has been suspended. There's no government. It's every person for themselves. Where are you going to go? John? I'm just giving up. Are you? <laughs> are you, no are you serious? You're going to sit and wait to die? I've seen, I'm you know I've lived a long life I'm good John I think uh, out of the three of us you I think you have really good prospects for survival really have, why, you, why is that you have family in far western North Dakota yeah. all you have to do is get there how many okay, so I have I have to have enough gas to get to to Bismarck is what you so how how many miles do you get to the gallon you have to figure that out yep. how many tankfuls do you need? And how much no. gas do you have to put into cans in order to get to your brother's place in North Dakota? I, I, I could I could make it on a tank of gas and maybe two or three gas cans because it takes about a eh, tank and a quarter, tank and a half tops. Right away, you've got an advantage over the rest of us, uh, Don. Right, then I won't. I won't. Then I won't. I won't give up. No, I, I, I encourage you to all. Everybody should struggle to try to survive. What are you going to do, Don? I'm going to go try to find my daughter. In Springfield, Missouri. Okay, now, do yeah. I immediately not have cell phone service? No cell phones. Okay. Uh, no. Yeah, I'm going there. I need to get um, another gas can because it's about a nine-hour drive. So, Unfortunately, Dawn, there is a power plant oh, on I the know. Illinois-Iowa border. I've actually ridden. Uh, there's a dirt bike track right next to it. I've ridden on that track. Okay. Mm. Um, so you're going to have to figure out where the winds are blowing, and can you get to that down to Missouri? I then... go through Des Moines. Okay, is that all right? Um, it's basically 35. Yeah, south. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I I, I could see you and making I go it through Kansas City, unfortunately. And then you had all go around it. Yeah. Okay, so you're kind of threading the needle between a few uh, nuclear power plants. And depending on the wind, uh, you might make it, you might not. And then when we get there, I'm going to go to the Springfield Underground, which is an underground, um, huge underground space where people store things. You might not make that because Springfield is kind of close to the um, power plant by DeWitt, uh, Illinois. DeWitt, Illinois. I am in southwest Missouri. That is nowhere near Illinois. Springfield, Missouri? Yeah, southwest Missouri. I'm an I'm uh, like an hour from Arkansas and an oh. hour from Oklahoma. Oh, Springfield. I was looking at Springfield, Illinois. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Okay. Yeah, I think you've got you've got a, a good chance. What are you going to have along? Well, I have a bug out <laughs> b- bag already. That's 3 or 4 days worth. Uh, I have things in there that um, I have MREs. I have water filters, camouflage, several tarps. I have fire starters, um, weapons. <laughs> we I need. Have, uh, I do. I have like a, you know, when you go backpacking in Europe yeah. after college, I've got something that size filled to the brim with tampons. You get a lot of use out of those. You can use those for many things. We um, need about fishing a, line. about a gallon of water a day. We can go up to three weeks without food, but we really need water to survive. I have a lot of pellets, a lot of uh, a lot of um, water bottles that are steel water bottles. I think one of the greatest things to carry water in is a five brand new five gallon gas can. Oh yeah, just yeah, fill up idea. a couple of them. You've got what. For one person, you've got 10 days of water there or less, and depending on if you cook it or not. Yeah. And then, like you say, the water purifying pills. Uh-huh. And then that, I have a filters. Yeah. I have, um, I have a big thing of peanut butter because I figure, you know, if, I'm run out of, if I run out of food, you can have a scoop of peanut butter every day, and that'll keep you alive. Absolutely. And I hate to bring it up in your presence, but it lasts literally until the end of time. Spam. <laughs> right. Oh, spam. <laughs> yeah. Right. But yes. you can't get very far on uh, calorie and fat-wise on spam. You're right. A scoop of peanut butter, you could, that's 400 calories. That's how, I keep, that's how I keep my beautiful svelte appearances, <laughs> um, spoonfuls of peanut butter all day, every day. Ross, where the hell do you think you're going? <laughs> I'm glad I had a little bit of time to think about this. So what I'm going to do is my gas tank is already full, but now that I know, I will make sure that it is full again on Thursday night or Friday morning. I will immediately. Yeah, I'm not working, by the way. Yeah, I will immediately. <laughs> this is the last podcast. I'm letting. <laughs> I shouldn't say this on air on the off chance somebody does this, then they try and tie it back to me because I said it over a very well listened to and downloaded podcast. Every Walgreens and CVS within my general vicinity, I will rob for all the <laughs> insulin that they have. Well, well insulin, I need insulin. Oh, you need that's insulin. A good point. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, that's... I have some old insulin that I used to give my cat. Do you want that? It's not expired yet. <laughs> uh, I'll take it. Okay. Yep. And needles. 
Yeah, in all honesty, what they give cats is the same stuff they I give know. humans. It's <laughs> the know. same stuff. And I would get it cheaper at the vet, and I would say, why am I not coming here? I know. But anyways, I would do that. I would get as much insulin as I possibly could, even though it won't last forever. And then I would probably head to where, a, and I say this lovingly, a buddy that I used to work with said this about Winter, South Dakota. I worked in Winter for two years. He always said, when people asked him about Winter, South Dakota, he always said it's where civilization goes to die. Yep. So I think that that is where I would go. And I always say lovingly because winter is very well cut off from the rest of the world. So I think even if this happened, mm-hmm. it would take them an extra month or two to realize that it happened. Perfect. So everybody would still be living their lives and then three to six months down the road, everybody so, would go, what happened? Winter South Dakota is where you would go to tip your canoe. <laughs> <laughs> and I could get there on one gas tank. Very good off off camera pre show discussion. Tip the canoe. Um, uh, one thing I've always considered is: Can I live in my vehicle? Mm. You know, if I put a topper on my truck, I could essentially use that as my abode. All I need is a bed, right? Mm-hmm. How do you heat that, though? Remember, eventually you're going to run out of gas and a generator will be worthless. You won't have any access to LP more than what you already have on hand. Um, so uh, one thing I've always thought of is I'm always going to have a long garden hose with both the metal ends cut off mm-hmm. so I can steal gas. Oh, I can good. Siphon. That's good. I'm putting that siphon, in my bug out bag. Sure. Yeah, siphon gas. And Don, you, uh, what, I got what a lot about of security, other things in there, though? too. What? Security. S- that's security what I... In- in I'm, your truck, I'm more you afraid can't of stay people. Awake. Right. Yeah, you can't stay awake 24 hours a day, and people are going to be right. Out, and th- you know, this is something we have to consider, John, because Dawn brought it up. She said weapons, and we all kind of laughed. But it's going to be the wild. You know, we're going to go back to caveman days here. Sure. Yep. And um, Ross said rob, but what it's going to be is looting. And you have to loot what you need. You don't need that TV. You don't need the couch. You don't need, you know, this, that, and the other. But you need medicine. Um, you need first aid stuff. You need paracord. food. Um, you need a lot of paracord, a lot of rope. Space um, blanket. You need um, at least, in my estimation, two different kind of firearms. Um, one for shooting fowl that fly. Another for shooting... Um, People. You, well, Yeah. Actually, Sorry, I apologize. Yeah. Actually, yeah, and I, I, you know, you might want to have a pistol, but I would think any kind of hunting rifle would do you, because let's face it, you're going to be living on squirrel and deer and rabbit and raccoon and beaver and whatever you can shoot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do need to learn how to do something before Friday, which I think it'll be pretty easy, but to make a little, I see it all the time, make a little trap. Yeah. You know, just like uh, to smash a squirrel with what's it called just yeah, a, a little yeah, trap the, those rock trap things yeah. okay i'm gonna be honest i've been trapping my whole life and i'm still doing it the most effective trap you can carry is um wire air it's called aircraft ca- cable and you make snares yeah snares that's what i meant snares snares yep. are super super effective they're really easy uh, really easy to carry and store. You can have 30 snares on you, and it won't take up much space at all. Yeah. 
great. And, I got to learn how to actually do that. And you can set snares from anything from small, tiny game to large deer. You can actually snare deer. Ross, I can see you want to ask something. No, I just think this entire topic shows how narrow-minded I am and how naive I am to the world that you guys are all putting solid time and effort into In my daily life. <laughs> well, into how you will handle this. And I'm a planner. I'm a prepper, as you guys all know. I plan for everything except for the end of the world, so I'm not prepared for this at all. But also, you know, Dawn's talking about, I need to learn how to do this by Friday. I would need to learn how to do this. Kenny's saying I would trap this. And all I'm thinking is, I need to come up with a hobby so I can pass the time with no electronics. Oh, my God. Uh, Ross, hobby my hobby is to look be? out for creatures and people. Yeah, you're, Ross, your number one be? hobby is survival. Survival. Yeah, you're not going to have time to read a book or do anything else. You're going to have to fish. You're going to have to hunt. You're going to have to fight off other people that want to steal your goods. If you're going to have firearms, you've got to have ammo. And I'm sorry, but you've got to have a lot of rounds. Yeah, and I just despise, you know, you always say, Kenny, when you camp, you want a camper. Yeah. You know, when I camp, I basically just want to uproot a home and set it wherever right. I'm at. Right? Well, okay, God, okay, wait a minute. Wait, this wait, is wait. so not me. No, this is a good angle, Ross, because I've been thinking about this all week. I think the most prepared people for this are the ones that own tow-behind campers and fish houses. Yeah, they are. The fancy yeah, $50,000 fish house. All you have to do is convert that to wood burning somehow. And most of them already have solar situations set up where they have a solar mat they hang out mm. or, or they have oh, a cool. uh, what Royce would call a propeller on the roof um, <laughs> to power a generator or to power an inverter or to charge a battery. I think those people are going to be not only prepared, and then they can store stuff in there on the road. The, the problem is you're going to be towing all that. You're going to be burning extra gas. And you're you're going to be yeah. a soft person, and I'm going to come along in my camo, and I'm going to take it over. Evergreen topic that always comes up on this podcast, largely, be, or sorry, cast, because I force it. Do you know who's actually really ready to deal with Friday at 3 o'clock? The people of Sunnyvale Trailer Park. Oh, right. yes. <laughs> right. Trailer Park, boys. Um, you, you know, and you can go to the Internet, and obviously I have, and you, you look at what should be in your bug-out bag, and a lot of them are just plain stupid. Um, you know, everybody talks about MREs, but MREs, you have to carry them around and eventually you're going to use them all up. So you've got to find a way, um, to provide food for yourself. Uh, water, I think is one of the biggest ones. Um, tools. Um, Don, I know you're one of the few people I know that you probably have a Leatherman tool on you right now. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> it gets taken away at the airport every freaking time I fly. I forget that it's in my purse. And it, for those that don't know, what is a Leatherman tool? If they're listening to this podcast and they don't know what a Leatherman tool is, don't listen anymore. Okay. That's my answer. Let's address this to the guy in the lower right square. No, let's not. Let's oh. let's tell John what a Leatherman tool is. Oh, good, you're going to tell me. It's a multi-tool. It's just like it looks like a knife, but then it flares out into a whole bunch of other things that you a, can use. A pliers, oh, okay. pliers, I, I like yes, you know, I, a screwdriver. Um, it's I mean, it's a useful version of the Swiss Army knife. Yeah, right. it's just yep. a bigger one, and it does a lot of things. Yeah. Okay. Ross, I knew what it was. knew what it was. No, my uncle actually he did military service for years, and he in retirement has got into um, building of knives, and he oh. actually gave me a knife a few months ago, 
that he basically he gave it to me, but also said you shouldn't use this because you'll maim yourself with it. Well, <laughs> now I know that that's what I'll be using starting at three o'clock on Friday. Ross, I, I really suspected that you would be the worst prepared. Actually, you're one of the best so far. Um, not only a nice big sharp knife for cleaning game, but uh, a sm- tool. small park pocket knives and tools. I have a sharpening tool for the knife. Yep, a stone. Yep. Um, I mean, this this pack is heavy, but I have so much stuff crammed in there. You have no idea. John. Interestingly enough, uh, this story uh, where we talked about the six cities, yeah. uh, the basis of that entire story was that the federal guidelines are worthless. Right. You, Absolutely. You look at them. They won't do you any good. None. And the, there's two experts in the story, and both experts said the problem is most Americans are ill-prepared, to say the least, yep. if something like this would happen. I think this is proving it. Yeah, um, <laughs> You guys are prepared. I'm not. Neither for us. Other tools, uh, I think Don mentioned it briefly, uh, either a hatchet or an axe, and I would also include a camp saw. Um, I know they make the saws out of the wire, and they're fine for your pocket, but you need a real good uh, camp saw that you can cut poles. Mm. And then if you don't have a tent, uh, a couple, two, three Tarp. tarps. Tarps, yeah. yeah. And I've recently become obsessed with really tiny wood stoves, the size of a five-gallon to a ten-gallon pail, something really small, obviously made out of steel, that you can set up in your tarp or in the back of your pickup or in your fish house or wherever so you can have heat. Because if it's the winter, your furnace in your home is going to do you no good, no good at all. Mm-hmm. My new plan, I'm just clearing out all the liquor I have at my place, and I'm heading to John's basement, and we're going to listen to music. <laughs> you don't have electricity, so you're going to have to listen to John play his acoustic. Oh, that's right. And then if Dawn and I are there, what's going to happen, Dawn? We're going to smash those guitars. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this, yeah. That's the yeah. most annoying thing. Because there's nothing worse than a guy that Son brings a guitar. Yeah, a guy that brings a guitar to a campfire, that thing gets smashed. Oh, my God. It's like the uh, the character in Animal House on the Steps, who was played right. by Stephen Bishop, a very good songwriter, singing, I brought yeah. my love. <laughs> yeah. And Belushi <laughs> grabs his guitar and smashes it. And then just says, Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, Don mentioned parachute uh, cord. I'd bring that and rope, uh, bandanas, a bunch of bandanas, uh, duct tape. In my list I'm looking at, it says 25 feet. I would have four rolls. Yeah, I have that too. Yep. Um, I have a headlamp with a lot of batteries for it. I know yeah. it's kind of like, but you know, it's the dark. minor hat. I yeah. done. I have one in my truck right now. I yeah. never go anywhere without that because you never know where you're going to be. Yeah. Exactly. Kenny, are you and the roommate staying and defending your property, or are you leaving? Um, it all depends on the prevailing wind. Where's that nuclear uh, fallout wind coming from? We need to know in advance. Tell us about the wind. Uh, well, if it's like I'm northwest of the Twin Cities, and yeah. if the Monticello plant gets hit, that's right on 94 in Monticello, and it's a southeast wind or a south wind, I've got to go west. I've so got to get away from So you have a little that. flag, like when we're... Um, yeah. Uh, skydiving, you yeah. the winds change. You go up, and it could be blowing one I, way. So you yep. have to jump into the wind. And there's a little flag. Well, it's a big flag, and it has an orange yep. thing on it. And you eat the carrot, they say. Fly yes. into yeah. it. That's yep. how you land. Yep. Friday's wind will allegedly in the Twin Cities be coming from the northeast. Oh, God. Okay. okay. All right. Allegedly. Also, you said go west. Didn't they write King of Wishful Thinking? 
Who did that? Um, <laughs> I'm the king of wishful thinking. Uh, also, this story I read about the six cities says the radiation you can escape if it, you know, because it takes 15 minutes for everything to settle. Yeah. If you go to a building that's either concrete or steel oh. with yeah. no windows, no windows, you'll have no problems being okay. radiated. So, the um, the um, shipping container that I've got buried somewhere. Uh, yes. There you go. Perfect. Yes, yes. Can't you just jump in a fridge or freezer like Indiana Jones and just hang out there for a bit? <laughs> Didn't they tell you not to do that as a kid? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 55 gallon contractor bags, yes. Uh, resealable Ziplocs, yes. Sewing kit, um, survive, uh, fishing kit, obviously. Why would you need condoms? I can't figure that one out. Oh, Non-lubricated can, condoms. What am I going to do with those? You can use those for a lot of things. For entertainment, you make balloons. <laughs> um, oh, and you know what? I'm a big, a big believer. I'm just going to ignore that, Ross. Um, <laughs> I'm a big believer in um, big, big, big first aid kits. Uh, I've got them everywhere. Yeah. Um, first aid kits have really saved me. But then you get into the long-term survival. Okay, um, everything's gone. You're far, far away. You're safe. But now you've got to live the rest of your life. Now what? What are you going to have? Like I said, some kind of wood-burning stove that not only keeps you warm but also cooks your food, right? Mm-hmm. Can you scavenge a bunch of stuff? I mean, I'll go get a... I'll go get a drum barrel. Well, that's what I'd that. l- Looting. I think looting is your friend. <laughs> you know? I, I'm sorry. I, yeah. I'm I'm very, very anti looting and I, I hate that, but let's face it, we're well, it's yeah. We're prehistoric times here. We've got to get our essentials. What at delicacy that, at that point have to. What delicacy would you guys try and get your hands on that you just need and crave <laughs> in your life that you would want to hold on to as long as possible? It's all, but I'd use it all up. It's tobacco and coffee. Okay. But obviously you're going to use it all up. So then you start thinking, why am I going to waste precious space uh, toting around tobacco and coffee? I'd rather just go through the withdrawals right now, get it over with, have have it not be an essential. I have cigarettes to trade. That's how much of a nerd I am. I have That's, a pack of cigarettes. That is brilliant. Not only cigarettes, but ammunition, because that becomes yeah. the new money. Yeah. I'm also um, thinking as I pillage all the insulin in the metro area, I'll be getting the nicotine patches for Kenny. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, anything you can trade, anything that's small and you can trade. Uh, would any of you, I know I wouldn't, but would any of you have a chicken or a couple uh, of chickens? Oh, my God. I to, mean, to that eat, seems like a mean, lot or? of trouble to have eggs. and I mean, long-term oh, survival. Eggs, yeah. I, I've I've set up a homestead. Yeah. Uh, That's what we're talking here. Yeah, your homesteading. Here's the deal. I don't want to have to make that first three days or journey with a chicken. Right, exactly. (laughs) God, what a pain in the ass. It's squawking. It's alerting people where I am. I'm in camo, but it doesn't matter because this damn chicken keeps making noise. And they're really dumb. Oh, they're just the worst animals on the... uh, Chickens and pigs and calves. Stupidest animals on the planet. Um but if you've got a lot of ammo, you trade for a chicken somewhere along the way when you get close to your destination. Uh, oh, I can trade. Sure, that sounds better. Uh, gardening, a big thing. You've got to learn to set up yeah. a garden. So that means you should have in your bug out bag. Seeds. Seeds, right. I don't have seeds. That's great. Um, but in order to do that, you're going to have to can. So now you need mason jars and lids <laughs> and 
deals, and do you want to cart them around? No. No. Right. So that's something so to that's think about. So that's why I break into the flea market along the way and go get some. <laughs> that seal isn't going to be real great. Bad, uh, bad joke alert, Kenny, but you did this to yourself. If we're uh, gardening, yeah. do I need a hoe? That is uh, hilarious, Ross. Uh, <laughs> I'm worried Ross will not survive in that world you know at this yeah. point. Yeah. Not to cut off the great conversation we're having, but um, <laughs> speaking of mason jars, I think I'll just bring the lids and the seals. Because if I just get the jars, that's what you really need is the lid and the seal. And those Absolutely. are very yeah. compact. Absolutely. We and I learned can get that. a mason jar all over you know, flea markets. Don, we learned that last spring when we, uh, or no, it was in the middle of last summer when it came time to start harvesting cucumbers. Yeah. We had plenty of jars, but lids, my God, they were impossible to find. Yep. Uh, I'm not interested in digging around and eating tree roots and bark and berries and mushrooms. Are are any of you, do you have an interest in that? No. I'd eat berries. (laughs) That's about it. Yeah, but if you eat nothing but berries, you're not... You're not going to have enough toilet paper, and that's a consideration. What do you want to do about that? Well, you got to just uh, you know yeah, get a uh-huh. T-shirt and rip it apart. And then what? Are the trees you done? They'll off. they'll never grow again. <laughs> um, the tr- oh, there's no trees. That's we're done. Well, yeah. Why even bother at that I point? Just, but th- if they're still there, uh, they're just dead. I mean, that's you build a house out of that. Yeah. Well, I just meant for like toiletries. You could use the leaves for a bit. Um, yeah, the Ross. leaves are the first thing to go. Yeah. I'm serious. You would use the leaves. Yeah. Yeah, but they're gone. What dummy. about uh, an old corn cob? <laughs> <laughs> an old corn cob with the you know. So oh. now you're gonna get calluses on your butt. <laughs> but you know what? That's like old, old hillbilly stuff. They use a the corn cob. Yeah. Can I just go down Not- to the creek and wash off? Yeah, sure. <laughs> but you can wash off your corn cob. They don't take that out of context. <laughs> Do not clip Gross. that out. Also, you better have those filters that Don talked about because if you're washing off in the crick and also drinking that water, nasty. That crick is moving hopefully faster and I'm going upstream, you know? Yeah, but if everybody's doing that, then there's poo I'm all not over the water. People. Why do you think people are around? <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> yeah. Don't kill them all. Do we care? And are we worried about light? Because eventually your batteries, unless you have rechargeable batteries yeah. and a solar panel, your batteries are going to die. I have a crank lantern that I bring camping. It's yeah, really what, annoying. That, that, yeah, that stays lit for what, 30 seconds? No, it stays lit for a while. Yeah. Like 30 minutes if you crank it and crank <laughs> Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> what about old school lamps? But then you have to have oil, yeah, yeah. fuel oil or something to burn it with. What and about birthday candles? Yeah, you know, eventually they're all going to, you're going to use them all up. You know what my dad invented? I don't know where, he probably got it from like um, some farmer's almanac back in the day. But he used to make, um, he used to take an egg carton, not the um, styrofoam kind, but the just the cardboard kind. Cardboard kind. kind. Yeah. And he, would, he gets drier lint. I'm sorry, he's passed. He used to get dryer lint, and then he would get wax, and then put the dryer lint, and then just pour wax in there and leave part of the dryer lint out. And you can really—it's a fire starter. It's really yeah. good. And then you just oh, break wow. that off, break them apart, and 
put it in the get okay. your fire started. You brought up something that I've meaning uh, been meaning to uh, bring up. Uh, eventually, the world's going to run out of um, Bic lighters. Um, and I myself, I have a big stash of wood matches that I've dipped in wax. Mm. So if they get wet, they're still good. But eventually, I'm going to run out of that. So then I also have the flint thing. Yeah. And you can scrape the back of your knife, the dull edge of your knife on that to make a spark. But you're right. Um, scratching it into a bark or a leaf or any of that. Oh, na- or ma- moss. Give me a break. That sucks. <laughs> oh, have you ever watched Survivor? It takes so long to oh, actually make no. that happen. Yeah. Like, people uh, will go for days without a fire lit. Yeah. And, and that stupid bow and arrow thing that they always show you with a, 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 a like a mini bow with a string twisting a stick that's rubbing <laughs> against another. That doesn't work. That's only in the movies. Yeah. So you need a piece of flint and you need a piece of steel. Yeah. And then, like Don said, dryer lid. I mean, you could have, well, you could have a five-gallon pail full of dry enough dryer lint to last you a lifetime. Yeah, and we just throw it away all the time. Yeah. What a great resource! You got to start saving Coffee that filters, stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Water filters. Um, and this one, I've just realized that I'm set, but I didn't realize it. Uh, I've got a bunch of bicycles. And eventually that's going to become my transportation because I'm going to run out of gas. That truck is going to be completely worthless to me. Uh, I'm going to end up chopping it up and using the parts for something else. So how are you going to get around? I'm not going to deal with a horse because you have to feed a horse or a jackass or any of those other things. So a bicycle. Great. John, are you still alive? Are you still with us a year down the road? This whole conversation makes me know that. I'm never going to make it. You guys are, uh, yeah, are so I, prepared so and so smart it. about this. We're into it. And I'm just like, eh, I, I couldn't do that. I, I couldn't John, do that. John, are you I, like me? I couldn't me? do that. I struggle with what's the point. Like, this isn't but, even, this doesn't sound no, fun to me. I'm going to fight to the bitter end. It's not fun. But see, John, what you, you don't realize that you have this in you and you don't even know. That's you, until yeah, until I need it. You have until the I, survival <laughs> instinct in you. If you fall into a river, you're not going to just sink. You're, gonna you're not going to just lay there on the shore and go, oh, I guess that's it. <laughs> right. Somebody like Joe Souchere will do that. You, John, oh, on no. the other hand, <laughs> a lot of people don't realize that they have the survival instinct in them. You know, it's or like perhaps. when I, I told you that story about falling through the ice. I mean, the first thing you think about is, I got to get out of here right now or I'm going to be dead within two minutes. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that just yeah. kicks in automatically. Your adrenaline starts pumping. Takes over. And, Good old fight or flight. Too. Yeah. yeah. If you... If you can see the future, can you let me know at some point, are things going to get rebuilt? Will we have a country? Will we have people running the, yeah. the joint? Will we get electricity back at John, some point? Will... It's it's 10 to 100 years down the road. Oh, Seriously. God. The government is gone. And even if the government, they go down in their bunkers and they survive, they can issue all the proclamations they want. And it's not going to matter, matter in the middle of North Dakota. That's what you know. What brought all this on yesterday? It was dawn. It was uh, yesterday, when Such read these rules about uh, that were released from the government. What is it? Ready.gov or something like that? Yeah, ready.gov. I think. What to do in the event of a nuclear ho- holocaust? And they're laughing and having fun about it, and oh. it it really upset me because Kenny was uh, yeah I he was, was upset. I was very perturbed because they're laughing and having fun. And in my mind, this is a real possibility. Putin has spun off the rails. He is not even close to sane. And, you know, and over the weekend, he started talking 
nuclear war. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just, I'm like, I just keep saying, like, why aren't, I don't know, can, can't we just all get together and shut it down? Like, can't all, like, come on, the European Union, like, everybody get together. It sounds like something you hear at school, like, don't let the third grade class take over. Everybody get together and bring them down. <laughs> it you know, also, it's just like, come on, or, or China is going to, China is going to get together with Russia. Right. I mean, that's my first thought. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because they've stayed silent on this. And I think the same thing. I'm This morning I was thinking, why can't we all just get together and, and take bomb, it back. bomb the S out of the Kremlin? You get rid of all yeah. the uh, oligarchs. Say that oligarchs. Thank you. Get rid of all of them. <laughs> uh, and just, but you know, as soon as that happens, we've got a Holocaust on our hand and it'll be global. And then we've be- got a haircut down there in North Korea. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and he won't. He doesn't even care where his uh, missiles are going. He's Mm -mm. just going to start just hammering buttons with his fist. Yes, it's my chance. Finally. Yes. Finally. Well, and you know who gets lost in all of this? I talked about this with friends over the weekend. Remember, for years, all we cared about was Ahmadinejad in Iran. Oh. And nobody talks about him. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, thanks a lot. Sorry. Yeah, I Let's told- go back a few minutes when you were singing Bob Marley to us and didn't even know it. <laughs> Let's get together and... <laughs> yeah, no offense to third graders, by the way. I'm sure there are a lot that listen to this. Podcast. So, I, I don't know. I- <laughs> no, I agree with you, Kenny. This is horrifying stuff, and the reason that the government releases that is because they at least think it's a remote possibility. Right, but they're uh, just as unhelpful as they could possibly be. I don't yeah. know about this thing they released. So what well, is it's, it? If you... it's, it's, it's always been there, uh, Don. It's always on oh. ready.gov. And I on occasion, they will. Sites, but yeah, go oh, on. yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll change it on occasion. <laughs> and what Joe brought it up for yesterday, and what we were laughing about that Kenny got so mad at us, was in 2020, they put a line in to tell you when you, after the explosion and after you go to wherever you're going to uh, settle the building, make sure you social distance. That's what we were laughing about. So, because yeah, <laughs> you hole up in your bunker, but you stay six feet apart. So let me get this straight. Okay. Six cities in the United States have been destroyed, and you want us, you're worried about the COVID, you know. That's where I draw the line. <laughs> you know how we're going to know that the world is ending is Dawn's, Two fifty-two on Friday. Dawn's finally going to get that tax return in the mail. <laughs> oh, I got it! I got it, you guys. Oh, you got, got it! I got both of them. Yeah. W- was it twenty-one or twenty-two? Uh, this, this. No, no, no. Um, no, it's uh, it's uh, no, twenty. Uh, uh, two thousand twenty. But when did you receive it? Um, this year, I just in, received it in twenty twenty two. Yeah, that is right. There is why you never trust anything the government does to help you. Well, and right. I don't care which party is in office; they're all equally evil in my world. Yeah, I, I was so inept. thrilled. See, here's yeah, the thing, yeah. just real quickly about that is that I, when I filed the first time, well, I didn't file more than once. Just when I filed, I had a bank account open. With uh, a bank that was charging me, I found out fourteen ninety five a month to just have the privilege of having the account wow. open. So Ripple. I had to keep that account open for right. a year because yeah. they were going to direct deposit it there. Yeah, yeah. And so I finally shut that dumb thing down. I got yeah. my two checks. I'm still waiting. I got my other check because I was the first one. I was the first customer <laughs> at H and R Block. 
<laughs> so they were like, you're literally our first customer this year. I'm like, that's what my dad would want. Just, so. to, just to keep Dawn's anger levels up there at the peak, John, how much um, of a surplus does the state of Minnesota have right now? Uh, is it nine point? Seven billion, I think, as of Monday. That's that's what? how much money the state billion. of Minnesota is yeah. sitting on right now. With with a B, nine point seven billion. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh! Well, meanwhile, I, we're yeah. living check to check. Uh-huh. I, uh huh. I I'm still waiting on my return that I filed, like you know, the first day. Um, so the, just the state return. That's all I have left. Yeah. Okay. Yay. Well, I'm uh, sorry to all the listeners that this has been such a uh, grim topic, but I, I really had to, I was so angry after GL yesterday, uh, I had to get it off my chest. Do you, do you have my theme music, uh, Ross? Can you bring up my theme music? Mm-hmm. I had to get uh, this off my chest, and I'd just like to encourage everybody to just give it an extra thought, and you don't have to go out and have everything on the list, but just kind of in the back of your mind, have a, have a, you know, a little bit of a plan, have a full tank of gas. You don't have to have 5 million rolls of toilet paper and a hundred gallons of gas. Just, you know, and, uh, assume the worst. Take, take the Kenny, take, take the Kenny stance. Assume the worst because it <laughs> will stay happen. away from me. Yeah. And, and remember, we'll, folks, we won't see you next week. Yeah. It's been nice knowing you. Thanks for listening to news from the Krabby Coffee Shop. New episodes drop every week wherever you get your podcast.